Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to our Mother's Day service. And I would like to this time, Mara, if you'll come forward. I hope you got your speech It is good to see everyone out on this Mother's Day, and uh, we appreciate, I'd like to show to you our appreciation of just how much you, mother, wife, means to each one of us and what you have met over the years as you have reared your family and uh, now we can see the results and uh, say so you've done a tremendous job. We're glad to honor you today and recognize you for everything that you have done. Uh, in the bulletin, a couple of things, I guess uh, I've already seen them. Uh, I would call your attention to, uh, as you know, the uh, general conference starts Tuesday. And if you're interested in it, want to keep up with it, it will be streaming live on the website gc2016.umc.org. So uh, if you want to keep up with some of the happenings at General Conference, uh, you may do so uh, on that website. gc uh, GC2016. You got yes. So that will give you an idea of what's going on at the conference. And as we've talked before, there are several things of interest that they'll be voting on and uh, be contentious in some ways. So uh, you may want to keep track of just what they're doing. Our past district superintendent, David Graves, is one of the. Uh, Representatives, he's present as representing this end of Holston Conference, so uh, he's there as our, our representative. So, uh, and I guess that's all it's, you've already covered everything else. We all need to be in much a prayer that they'll make the right decision. Yes. Uh, so be, pray for common sense yeah. that uh, God will lead them because we got enough going on in this country without having to. <clears throat> Contend with these uh, things, same sex marriages and this uh, LBGT or whatever they are, and uh, using the bathrooms at your choice. It's unbelievable. So, uh, anyway, as we move on, uh, we're going to be honoring the mothers here in a few minutes, uh, but we want to go to the Lord in prayer first and lift up those who are in need of our prayer. We want to remember uh, Joyce as she goes on the 20th for her uh, surgery down at Lakeway Hospital for the twisted knee, the ligament damage. So remember her on the 20th. Preacher, she has to go tomorrow, but uh, when they done the EKG, they found something about it. Oh, something else besides the knee yeah, problems? So she has to go tomorrow for Okay, so let's remember Joyce tomorrow and then on the 20th for the operation. Uh, others we need to lift up. We've got several in our list here. It's been there for several days. We still want to remember them and uh, keep progress on how they're doing. Uh, any updates on any of the ones on our list?
remember Bob, remember Ron and uh, Helena. Now, Ron, is he uh, doing okay? I was just scanning through here. The others we've mentioned over the past weeks. Are there any new ones that we need to uh, still remember Bonnie and her fight with her cancer as she goes for one more treatment and her surgery on June the 8th in Kingsport? Remember all the other graduates along with Mara as they... Uh, graduate and as I like to say go out into the real world and see how things are going now but they're uh, out into the real world so uh, anyone else? Remember Doug Price's family. Doug Price's family. Yeah and uh, Lyon Price family too. Lyon L-Y-O-N. 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 Others? We need to be praying for the little girl that needs Carly, yes, I remember. No, I guess nothing new on her this day, is there, that I've heard of, so. Drink. You never know, I tell you, it's, <laughs> uh, like I, I guess her mother said, they're going to run out of supplies pretty soon, they're going to have to surface somewhere to get... Oh, was it? Yeah. So, sad situation that uh, something like that could happen to that little kid. Any any little kid, not just Carly, but any kid. So, others? Any unspoken requests? Let's go to the Lord. <coughs> Almighty God, as we gather here on this Mother's Day, as we come to worship you and your Son, Jesus Christ, but also on this special day to pay our honor and respect, gratitude to the mothers, those who are living and are with us today, those who have already passed on and gone before us. May their memories linger with us forever, Father, and we cherish the memories that they leave behind for us. So we just honor and give thanks today to all the mothers living and already passed on. And just ask that this will be a special blessed day for them. And that all of their wishes and desires will come true today as they celebrate. And we show our love and respect to them. Father, we lift up the names of these loved ones who are suffering the illnesses and problems in their life. It just makes things difficult for them. We pray especially for this little girl, Carly, that... The situation that she's in and the uh, questions that must be going through her mind, the idea that she misses her family and misses being around those that she loves and wants to be with. And we just pray, Father, that a quick and uh, resolution will come to this problem as quickly as possible and the little girl will be returned back to her family and this uh, guy who has done the evil will be taken and meted the justice that he is due. So, Father, we just today lift these prayer needs up into your hands and just ask that you would hear. We know that you respond according to your will, according to your time schedule. So, Father, you know the names and you know the need that is opposite each of the names that we lift up. So we just place them today into your loving care. We pray for this church, this congregation. Help us to continue to reach out and be your voice in this community. We're glad to see that the work has started on the building of the fellowship hall and we just ask that you would give us the strength, the wisdom, and the open mind to proceed and uh, bring this into reality as quickly as possible. Father, we ask that you would be with the young people of this church, especially in about three weeks when they 
will be in charge of our services. Just help them, Father, to understand and do the job of carrying on the services of this church so that they can better understand more about the working of the church, but above all, that it will draw them closer to you and your son through the work that they do to carry on these services. Now go with us, Father, through this remainder of this service. And again, we just ask that you would bless each of the mothers here today and just help us to show them how much we respect, how much we honor, and how much we love them for what they have done and what they still have in store for us in the future. These things, Father, we ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At this time, whoever is going to be in charge of honoring our mothers, we turn it over to them. The oldest mother is Frances. So, Frances Reynolds, glad to honor you as the oldest mother present in our services today. This is becoming a habit. Yes, it is. I think that needs to be broken. We'll just give you five minutes to speak. I just kidding. At this time, we'll honor the youngest mother, which is Rosanna Self. If you'll come forward. And the mother that has the most children present is And the honor of being the youngest mother, uh, well, the most. I'll take that. As I was saying, <laughs> the one that has the most children present is Missy. And we honor all three of these recipients for the honor that they're receiving for today. All mothers stand. Let me get out of the way. At this time, we will honor all of the mothers who have already passed on as we light a candle in their honor and recognize each and every one of them. I light a candle for my mother, Ruth Brummett, and also for Joyce Cobb's mother, Lindsay.
Well, I can't do the work. I like this in memory of Tammy, my mother, Nellie Woods. I like this candle in memory of my mother, Mary Lawson. Okay. I like this one in memory of my mother, Clara Kite. this in, in memory of my mother and grandmother that raised me. I like this can, candle in memory of my mother, Horace Smith. I like this candle in memory of my mother, Mary Winston, and my mother-in-law, Lena Greer. I like this candle for my mother, Fanny Bowman, and also Helen's mother, Elizabeth White. I like this candle from my mother, Roxy Pearson. I like this candle for both my grandmothers. I like this candle for my mother, Maxie Alvis, and for Tom's mother, Flora Horde. I like this candle for Opal Gandy, my grandmother. Candle for my mother, Christine Cerner. And soon to me, mother, my wife, Heather Good. Heather Greeno now, sorry. I like my candle in honor of my mother, Cara Hick. Did we miss anyone? At this time, if our ushers will come forward, we'll receive our morning tithes and offerings.
I think I played this first Mother's Day I was here. I want to play this song again to dedicate to all the mothers here today, those who have passed and gone on. This is for you. history. One night down on my knees 
at an old-fashioned Mona's bench. I met Jesus, yes I did. So let me say to you mothers, pray on for that that God has given to you. For great will be your reward one day. I'm a witness, I'm a witness, I'm a witness to somebody, somebody pray, great God. their families, and makes 
the family is what it is today. I don't know, several years ago, you may have heard the song that Janet Pascal had out, Thank God for my Christian home. And I'm sure that there are you here today who can voice that same sentiment. That you're thankful for the Christian home. You're thankful for the Christian mother. You're thankful for the Christian father. The parent that brought you to church didn't send you, but brought you. Today, we don't see that. We don't see that value among the family. We don't see that interest in coming to church. We don't see the children here because we don't see the parents here. And it's a struggle that we are going through as a nation, as a civilization that is tearing us down. We're, we're getting away from the Word of God and we're hooking up to, we're catching up to the ways of the secular world. And we know the ways of the world are contrary to God's ways. So until we get back on track, until we get back to obeying and doing things that God wants us to do, we are in, on the wrong road. We're going down the wrong slope too quickly. So it's time that we would return back and come back to these Christian homes, these Christian parents that instill in us, in your children, your children's children, grandkids, the importance that God plays, the importance that God has in their life for them, and the need to obey and to follow His will, not the uh, way of the world. And you know, I come across this, and I don't know where I got it, but I thought I'd hang on to it for Mother's Day. Uh, in which it talks about the market value of today's mother. What, if they were paid a wage for the work they did, what would they be worth? You know what the value of the mother's task is? $117,000. The number of hours that they would work would total around 95. Telling you there's a lot of overtime involved in the work that the mother does. And how did they arrive at these figures? By looking at the jobs that the associated with what the mother does in just a normal week. First of all, they said besides being a wife and mother, she is referred to as the cook and housekeeper. She's also a teacher who helps the children mostly with the homework. The mother. She's a doctor and nurse. How many times, how many band-aids has the mother's gotten through? By patching up scratches, cuts. You've heard it, you know. You get, as a child, you get injured or hurt. Mommy will kiss it and make it go away. So she's a nurse and doctor. Also, she's a judge and negotiator. Most of the time when the discipline is handed out or decided what the discipline should be, what does the father say? Go ask your mother. Go see your mother. So she's the uh, arbitrator. She's the judge and negotiator for any and all or most of the discipline that's handed out in the household. She's also a psychologist. All the problems that come up, all of the answers that need to be arrived at, the mother's most of the time the one who comes to the sensible conclusion as to what should be done. So she's a psychologist. She's also a taxi driver. Who takes the children to the ball games, to the uh, school programs, takes them to school in the morning, picks them up in the afternoon? The mother. 
She's a taxi driver. And then, later on, she's a babysitter. What, baby, what better babysitter can you get than your mother? Probably cheaper. You figure they're in good hands. So the mother becomes a babysitter. So with all of these job tasks that you do in a week's time, then I can understand why and how you ladies can say that you're always tired and worn out. You've got reason to be tired. You've got a reason to be worn out. You've worked yourself to death. Too many jobs. But that's, that's the value that has been placed on motherhood. And I'm sure there's things that was left out. Things that was overlooked. So as we take time today to look at the mothers and to recognize them for all the things that they've done to make our lives better and easier, don't you think it's about time that we give them their due respect, that we honor them and, and pay respect to them for everything they have done to show them how much we appreciate them, how much they mean to us, what they mean to the family. So again, let's ask all the mothers to stand up, if you would, and let's give them a, let's give them a big hand, men. Let's let's show them how much we appreciate it. Again, we thank you. We thank you for everything you have done and are still willing to do for us today. And you know, and I'm I'm just as guilty. We as children, we took our parents for granted. We thought they didn't know what they were talking about. We thought they were being mean or cruel to us, trying to punish us. But really, now, now that we have grown up and have children of our own, and we know the responsibility that goes with parenthood, we now recognize that the things that our mothers and our parents were doing back as we were growing up, they were doing it because they love us. They were doing it because they wanted to see us grow up respecting people, honoring people for what they are and who they were, not for what they could get or how they could take shortcuts but to do things according to God's way, to do things according to the right way, you appreciate those things a lot more when you do it the right way instead of trying to do devious ways to get what you're seeking or looking for. So the parents, our mothers back then, weren't trying to be mean to us. They weren't trying to be cruel to you. And you young children here today, keep that in mind. Your parents are doing what they do for you because they love you. They, they want you to grow up. They want you to be a model citizen. Not one that's looked down upon by society as being, you better watch out for them. Don't turn your back on them. But they want you to be a person that can be respected, that can be recognized as doing and obeying the will and the law and doing the right thing. So keep in mind, when they punish you, it's hard to you to understand, but it's for your own benefit. It's for your good. So they, they're doing it because they love you. They want to see you grow up and be the person that they want you to be. So is it about time, children, that we start doing what we need to do? We need to do what God's word says. And what does he tell us in the commandments? That we're to honor our parents. We're to obey. We're to respect. Obey their wishes. And I think once we get into that mode of understanding where they're coming from, 
we can better understand their motives and the reason behind what they're doing, why they're doing it, and how they're doing it. And it will give us a better perspective on life and what it means and what their actions mean to us. So, again, let us honor and respect our mothers, our parents, and let's obey their wishes. Let's do things their way because, as I said a few minutes ago, when we grow up or when you grow up and have children of your own, you'll see, you'll understand, you'll recognize exactly what they were doing, the ideas behind the principles that they were trying to instill in you to make you the person they wanted you to be. Now, where does we men come in at? We have a responsibility to our wives, the mothers. We need to show that we are more appreciative of the things that they do. We need to recognize that was God's word says when we marry, we leave our mother and a father and we come plead as one. We are a team. We are in this marriage 50-50. I know you read in the New Testament where it says that women, the wives, are to submit to their husbands. Probably the most misconstrued word in God's word today. He doesn't mean for the men to be abusive, to be vindictive, or to be dominant. The marriage should be 50-50. The man and woman have equal responsibility. No one has complete control or should have complete control. So we need to be working together as a team and see if things doesn't work out just a little bit better for us. See if, see if we can't have less conflict and less disputes. And it's about time that we start or stop Referring to the women and mothers, our wives, by trying to some stereotype. And I know you've probably heard this at least once in your lifetime. Husband makes reference to his wife. She's she cooking bottle worship. You heard that? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's time... It's time that we recognize our wife and mother as an equal partner, sharing together the responsibilities. I mentioned there earlier a few of the things that the, the women were saying was their task during the week. It's time that the husband, it's time that the father share some of these responsibilities to show the children that it is a joint effort. We're both in agreement. How many times does the child try to pit the father against the mother? Or the mother against the father. Well, daddy said I could do it. Daddy said so and so. Or mother said it'd be okay. Work together. We're a team. We're not competing against each other. If we are, we're not raising that child the way that they need to be raised. We're not showing them the love the responsibility that goes with parenthood. So we need to start recognizing that we are equal. 
I know we hear today, equality is a big word today in the uh, political world. Equality should be a major word in the success of a marriage, a family. We're all into it together. We're all equal, or we should be. And I believe, I sincerely believe, that if we would adhere to these ideas, we would see fewer divorces, we would see fewer broken homes, we would see that our court systems weren't clogged down with so many wife-beating cases or cruelty to our wives or cruelty to our children. All because we recognize our role in the family. All because we recognize the mother has a part to play. The father has a part to play. They all come together and in cohesive togetherness and, and work together. And if we would do that, if we would live by these principles, these ideas, I believe we'd see less trouble, less broken homes, more togetherness as a family. So today as we gather to honor our mothers, we could say that the good mother is so much like Jesus Christ because she puts her children before herself. How many times, probably you may have done it, you know of some mothers that have done it, that have given up things that they need just so they could provide for their children. And a lot of times it's they're providing for their children something that they don't really need. But they want it because Joe next door has it or Susie has it. And they've got to have it. So the mother willingly gives up getting for herself or doing for herself so her child can have whatever it is they want. The mother puts her children before herself. Just like Jesus Christ puts his children for their benefit, for their goodness. So, today we honor you mothers for what not only you are today, but what you have been in the past. And for the task that lies ahead for you. And the things that you do that makes our lives better, easier, and more comfortable. So I would say to you today, if your mother is still living, show her, show her how much you love her, how much you care for her. Don't wait. Because you may not have another chance. You may not have another opportunity. So today, while, while you have that opportunity, show your mother how much you love her, how much you care for her. Oh, you can send a card or send flowers or whatever. Maybe you have plans to take them out to eat today. If I'd shut up and get you, get you out of here. But whatever, whatever you have planned, the greatest thing that you could do for your mother today is just a simple little visit. Spend some time with them. Spend some quality time with them. I know it's been come December the 5th this year, it'll be 36 years since my mother passed away. All I have left is memories. If you have your mother, don't wait for her to become a memory. Spend some valuable quality time with her while you still have her. 
Because once they're gone, that opportunity will never be there for you again. Here on this earth. So, as we leave here today, whatever your plans may be for your mother, if she's living, whatever your plans may be, I know when I leave here, I'll be going to the cemetery. That will be my memory. Don't wait. Don't put it out. Because you may never have another opportunity to spend that valuable time with your mother. That is one of the most important things. And the thing about it is something that we all have. We all have time. Or we can make time. We can make time if we want to. I've heard people say, and you've heard people say, I don't have time to do this, I don't have time to do that. People, we find time to do the things we want to do. To say that I don't have time, that's just a pure old excuse that's unacceptable. We can find time if we want to do something. Time is there. It's up to us to put our priorities in order. And your mother should be the highest priority that you want to spend time with. So today, let's pay our respect. Let's honor our mothers for what they have done for us, for what they are doing for us, for what they still have in store for each one of us. We're going to sing our hymn. <clears throat> Always we close out with an invitation that you have to come to the altar. If you have anything on your mind. 57. 57. First and last verse. First and last verse. Just let 
each person know how much we respect, how much we honor our mother, the Christian homes that they provided for each one of us to bring us to where we are today. Father, we lift up our needs to you and our prayer requests. You know the needs. We know that you hear and answer. Bless this church and the activities we have planned. Now go with us, Father, as we go to continue this day in the memory and presence of our mothers, wherever and whatever we may have planned for each one of them. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.